Hello, welcome to Line for Line. This is your host Josiah Emmanuel Selena. That's right, I threw my middle name in yeah, there this did. time. Uh, Emmanuel, for those who are not Christianese or not spiritually inclined, does mean God with us. And uh, you must have heard it in a bunch of your favorite Christmas songs or something. Oh, come, oh, come, It's good to be back. Uh, this is going to be an exciting show because one of my favorite mainstream artists is on it. Um, but even more exciting than that, I'm reunited with my big sister in the house today who actually gave me one of my first radio opportunities of my life. And um, I'll never forget it. It was 2010, I had gotten back from a trip uh, from South Africa and got connected to this place called Crazy Praise where I met met a girl by the name of Tammy Jones uh, who has written a powerful book on her life story and she got me inclined with this lady named Gloria and she was working at the 1680 WOKB and um, they decided to put my song on air at the time the hit single was Hands Up Hands Up Hands up, everybody get your hands up, hands up, everybody Hands up, hands up, everybody get your hands up, hands up um, I'm actually kind of embarrassed of the song now, but but Don't it be. was it Don't was be. a place to start, <laughs> and and I'm not I'm not gonna lie, that was actually the first time where I put a song on air and people actually called in and said they actually stopped their cars to put their hands up. Yo, put your hands up. The song, and I was really blessed by the time, and one of the most greatest sisters I ever made in my life there was on the other side of the mic and she's back here today her name is Gloria Johnson uh, Gloria give a 30 seconds a minute briefing on your personal life and um, just how happy you are to be here personal life okay um, I don't know I just really take life one second at a time sometimes one minute at a time so my personal life is as it unfolds in front of me I really um, up until this point I gotta say I'm super happy and uh, I'm super excited about what's to come. I'm really happy to be back with my wee brother Jay. That's what I call him, wee brother Jay, uh, Josiah. And yeah, we've been through some like uh, you know trials and tribulations, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. but you know we encourage one another, and it's just really good. And I, I just want to tell you now, I have no idea what I'm doing here. <laughs> okay, there we set the record straight. So if you're like, what is she talking about? Don't worry, I'm asking the same question. Okay. <laughs> I think one of the biggest connections me and Sister Gloria have had is being prayer partners in the single life oh, and, and just claiming that one-of-a-kind person to walk into our lives, Holy right. Ghost filled, yeah. who just loves us for who we are in Christ. Yes. And uh, we've definitely held each other's hands up in that area. Amen. Now today I'm going to have to hold my sister's hands up since she doesn't know what she's doing. I have no idea on this show called Line for Line. Now basically to reinforce what it is all about is to the mainstream audience it presents to them Christian music that may they may or may have not been presented to in this format. Okay. And to the Christian audience is to basically tell them we're not just going to give you a free pass for mentioning Jesus in your song. Okay. Did you present the best message with the best quality, the excellence, the kind of attitude that it needs to be delivered with. Okay. Um, because uh, just uh, also we were discussing before the program started, Gloria uh, goes to uh, Paula White's church uh, right here 
in the Florida area, like about 10, 15 minute drive from yeah, here. Right here in Orlando. And, That's a Yeah. And basically, Paula White is a fireball. She does not present the Word of God in a whack way. She puts all her personality and preacher swag into it. Yes, full, she does. Fully 100%. So that's what we're going to talk about with the Christian music. Are they presenting the best message in the best way? Because like I've said on previous shows, if the devil can present the worst message in a pretty package, what gives us an excuse to present the best message in an ugly package? We can't do sloppy. Exactly. Sloppy is unacceptable. Exactly. Because the work of our hands is just as much of a witness as the words of our mouth. Amen. So we're going to get into things today. Once again, it's... A preview of one track against another, and then we discuss how we felt about it afterwards. And your voting options are you either vote one song or the other by the particular artist, or if you liked too much that you're going insane as to you can't pick your favorite, or you just weren't feeling either song, then you have the toss-up vote, which either leaves me to vote, or it's going to end up in a tie at the end. Okay. 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 Our two artists today are Dietrich Cadden and Justin Timberlake. Now, I'd run by a few options by you in the last couple weeks, and basically you said you wanted to go old school and stick to R&B. When I gave you my R&B options, the one that stood out to you was Dietrich Cadden, and at the time you were thinking to put him up against Prince. Right. Now, I told you before the program started today that the only artist I had on my roster, I'd give you three options. Either D. Hattie against Chris Brown, Justin Bieber, or Justin Timberlake. You went with the final there, which was Justin Timberlake. Yes. And he's the only one out of those three that's been compared to Prince. Now, Ken, if you remember what I said to you before the show, why do you think that is? Why is he compared to Prince? I think, you know, just his stage presence, he demands our attention when he's up there and um, he and Prince have this like for lack of a better word cockiness about them yeah, you know they're yeah, just yeah. like I am all that and then exactly. some you know you love me you know you want this exactly. you know what I mean I know you That's just how they present themselves. Mm-hmm. And if off stage, they're both extremely quiet, mm. introverted people. Yeah. Which is so like, you know, it's just like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. it's like two different personalities. So I can see. And, and the music is, um, it's not, it's, it's not like everybody else's music. Right, right. It's know? super eclectic because they're drawing yeah. from so many different influences. Exactly, exactly. And uh, you're making me think now of uh, JT's appearance on um, SNL when he had to play Jimmy Fallon on their parody of Family Feud. Yes. You remember the top <laughs> answer? What's the only way a man could truly be sexy? Be Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but then seriously, he is like sexy. I'm bringing sexy back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like, you know, if you looked up sexy in the dictionary right now, yeah. you would find JT right wow. there just like posing. <laughs> because he is the, you know, the, the contemporary prince. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're going back to the future sex love sound. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into things here. Uh, we're going to start with round one. We're going to go with Dietrich Haddon first. This is King. By D. Hattie. Oh, but I survived. I used to dream that I had a pair of wings and I would fly with the angels. I would hear melodies, then I'd wake up. Mm. 
Dietrich Cadden against Like I Love You by Justin Timberlake. Night, the colorful face. It's kind of weird to me since you're so fine. If it's up to me, your face will change. Like I Love You by Justin Timberlake up against King by Dietrich Haddon. All right. I don't normally take the floor first, but I will this time. Um, first of all, Like I Love You, I think, if I'm not mistaken, was for the most part written by Pharrell Williams. And uh, when I was watching some of the behind the scenes uh, about that when they were in the studio, he was basically had the whole track recorded on Pharrell's vocals and then he had Justin Timberlake walk into the studio and listen to Pharrell's version and then duplicate that wow. when he went behind the mic. Um, so first of all, Pharrell had an excellent vision for the song. Yeah. Um, he got the melody down. That production was awesome. Um, and JT really took it where it needed to go. Now on the King song, um, uh, again, really good production. I think the message of that certain people tend to forget is we are all made of royalty and we've got royal blood in us it's just that some of us are still thinking from a pauper mindset exactly so to for Dietrich Haddon to share his story about how he had big visions of what he wanted to be from from the time he was a little kid and then learning from the word of God that he is a king right and that he can rightfully call himself that because of the royal blood that flows through his veins due to the grace of Jesus I felt that was a really cool principle to put into song format. Oh, man. But you can't beat that production on Like I Love You. Come back to me. I'm going to let Gloria talk about the two songs. Okay. JT, you listen to production, and I am all about the ear. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I like to hear how the, the, the lyrics and the, and the melody and then yeah. and the, the music is all meshed together and sounding really pretty. Dietrich never lets me down. Mm -hmm. He never does. And I love the message here because it's not just 
he's not just declaring and decreeing who he is in God, but right. he tells you that no matter where you come from, mm-hmm. like where you start does not determine where you finish. Yes. And yes. so I like that message there that you can start with nothing, yep. but with God, you have everything. Amen. So yeah. in your environment right now, everything could seem completely impossible. That's right. But the minute you put God in the mix, anything's possible. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I love the Dietrich tune. Um, but I have to agree with you that Justin takes it because, you know, he's, you know, Dietrich kind of stays on one. He doesn't really, I don't, in this particular song. Right, right. I didn't hear a variation of the, of the, the tone, of the tone, yeah. which is what I looked for. Showing Justin, his full range. His full range, you know, um, maybe if we listen to more, I don't know. Yeah. But with Justin, you know, when he hit that, that, that one high note. <laughs> I was like, JT. But, you know. Yeah, JT's lows and highs for his... They're just amazing. Soprano falsetto is, is incredible. It, it then, really is. But the one thing I will say that I appreciate about D. Hattie is that even though he's also in the gospel realm, I appreciate that he doesn't restrict himself to just that sound. Exactly. I mean, he'll still bring mostly a gospel tone in most of the stuff he does. But for me, too many gospel artists, they go for the noisy, churchy sound yeah. instead of something you could put up against a John Legend or Alicia Keys on the radio exactly. or something like that. Something that has class or more con- controlled and can show better range of what you can do as opposed to being loud in your face. In this your is face. church all the time. Right. Everybody gets real deep now and wants to pray. Yeah. Because I think they're so afraid of being considered trying to be secular. Right. We're not trying to be secular. Like We're being original. We're being original. And yeah. so I don't know why there's that, like, I don't know, false belief that if you're singing for Christ, you have to fit into a, a mold. Yeah, yeah. Because everything out there anyway, they stole from our creator in the first place. Exactly. And here's the thing. If you were a singer in the secular world and you gave your life to Christ, yeah. that's not going to change your style. Exactly. It's just going to change your, your worship. Yeah. And the you motive know? of what you and do. Yeah, yeah. You go from agenda to purpose. Exactly. You know? So, you know, when I was on the secular side, I was goofy. Well, guess what? I'm on the Christian side. I'm goofy. You're still goofy. I'm still goofy. I'm still going to trip over everything. So mm-hmm. I like the fact that Dietrich, um, you know doesn't feel the need to fit in the mold exactly worry right. about what anybody's doing because when you're really when you're really walking in your purpose for Christ there you, you don't care what anybody thinks absolutely you do what he he's given you to do and That's you do right. it how he's given you to do it you know mm-hmm so major applause to D Hattie on the first round yeah. unfortunately that like I love you song is too good and then speaking of which last comment I'll make on these two is like I love you came out oh two and King came out in 2011 like just the longevity of like yeah. i love you and how fresh and jt still performs that live that's how classic that song is so anyway jt got the first round yeah. scoreboard is one zero we're gonna get into round two this is mirrors by jt Oh, 
5,000 Mirrors by JT against The Greatest by D. Hattie. All the mistakes that you will ever make Even though he knew that you would take the bait He finds a way to love us in a way What make you think that God don't have a plan And if you fall, he's there to help you stand You made a flesh and blood, you're just a man The Greatest by D. Hattie against Mirrors by JT. You got the floor first, Gloria. Now, The Greatest, I could have kept listening to that. Really? Yeah. Mm. I like the message mm -hmm. because it's just the bottom line. You don't have to be perfect yes. in order to serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, I, I like the, the the way he you know presented it. Yeah. The yeah. little, you know, and all that stuff. I don't have the terminology for stuff. I just call it what yeah. I hear it, you know. Yeah. Blaze's production was awesome. On the it was, game. it was awesome. Um, Justin Timberlake, you know, I, I don't think I'll ever have anything really bad to say about JT <laughs> and his music. It's not, you know, I really wish we could get him on our side because seriously, yeah, I think he, he would blow it. the kingdom up. Wow. Just believe it. Um, I like that song. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Dietrich on this one Ooh. because the thing is, and see that's what it comes down to is yeah. like what's really talking to me. The reason why this is hard for me is because that was actually when I bought the Church on the Moon record by Dietrich Haddon. That probably was my elite favorite song on the album. Really, it was so bright. The pop melody was right on core with just the amount of pop touch I like in a pop R and B blend. Right, and. Uh, the track was very bouncy. I liked how the claps hit very hard on that song. Both of those songs are repetitive production-wise. Yeah. But Mirrors had a little bit more going on. You never want the artist to outshine the producer, and you never want the producer to outshine the artist. You want them to marry each other. Exactly. And it's almost like in the gospel world, you have like the Israel Houghton, Aaron Lindsay type of uh, artist-producer marriage. You basically cannot separate those two. They have made a sound together. Whether they're working with New Breed or working on Israel's solo studio projects, they have built a sound together. Yes. And it's the same thing with Timbaland and, and Justin Timberlake. Like, even though JT started with Pharrell and Timbaland, he started, like, more going more towards Timbaland as, as the years went by. And now they seem, like, inseparable. Exactly. Like, Timbaland's production, first of all, is... It's so throwback of early 2000s, yet he always finds a way of making it fit into the current trend. And Timbaland, he never just works with anybody. He only wants to work on songs that he feels are going to last for years to come. But they do. And that's the point. They do. And he doesn't like wasting his time as a producer. It's like he's very committed to the artists he believes stand the test of time. Right. Because I remember um, him and Missy Elliott were on uh, The Breakfast Club recently, and Timbaland had mentioned on that show that he feels like there's no more stars today in today's current It's just like 
They come for a year, two years, then they're gone. And then they're gone. But if you if you mention who Jay-Z is, you know who Jay-Z is. If right. you mention Missy Elliott, you know who Missy is. You mention a JT, a Beyonce, um, a Bow Wow, whoever those, you know who they are. Right. They may not be as hot as they used to be, but they stand the test of time. Exactly. I think most of Justin Timberlake's songs, Justin Timberlake reminds me of like a, like a Whitney Houston. Yeah. 26 yeah. years from now, someone could put on, oh, I just want to dance with somebody. Exactly. And everybody would be like, you know, right there, know all the words. In that moment. Young, old, it didn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. You're going to know Whitney. You're going to know Justin. Yeah. You're going to know Justin. Oh, man. Because that marriage song is too good. Especially the video. I don't know if you saw the You thing. can't go by the video. <laughs> you got to go by what we're listening to right now. <laughs> no I, outside influences. I take everything into perspective, but... Just as a side note, that video was brilliant, too. Because, I mean, not a lot of videos these days, I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of music these days, they tend to focus more on lust than yes. love. Yeah. So, like, even, like, the words I love you seem almost non-existent in the modern radio music scene. They're not. They're, I, don't, so, I don't think it's not that is. It's not that it doesn't exist anymore. It's just that very few use it. Yeah. So... I liked Maris for accompanying that longevity, a long committed relationship. Like this person is literally my reflection, and I'm here to stay for this person. But those songs are even to me because I know. Greatest. But how many really like good Christian videos are out there? Right. So it's, you can't even. That's not even like a comparison. Right. Because I haven't seen any that are right. like not just sitting on a meadow strumming a guitar. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, it's tough. I'm going to have to go toss up. And you went with Dietrich, right? I went with Dietrich. So Dietrich got this round. All right. Marriage is a big song, but the greatest. The greatest that's... is the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest. It lives up to its title. Yeah, it does. So I guess I'll give you a pass on that one for today, Hattie. Well, thank you, Josiah. <laughs> You're so kind. <laughs> All right. We're going to get into round three now. This is going to be Fighting Temptation by Dietrich Haddon. Here we go. Temptation by D. Hattie against Give Me What I Don't Know I Want by JT. Things you wanna show 
right, that was Give Me What I Don't Know I Want by JT against Fighting Temptation by D. Hattie. All right, my turn to take the floor first. Let me just get out on a limb and say this. How many gospel artists do you know would have the guts to put out a song like Fighting Temptation? With booty and cleavage? Yeah. Zero. <laughs> in fact, in fact, some some gospel artists are even getting mocked by some for showing maybe too much booty and yeah. cleavage. Yeah. But I won't mention any names. Yeah. Um, but my lord, I, I remember um, Track Stars Radio mentioning this. They said. They actually wished when, right before Church on the Moon came out, they actually wished Dietrich Haddon would have put that song out as his first single. Mm. Because they feel that that beat was so hot that because of the other singles that were on the album, like Well Done and um, Mighty God and The Grace, like they felt like unpowered. They felt like that song was kind of overlooked when really that song is a gripping message um, and a very like alien spaced out type of beat but yet it kind of still fits the urban trend uh the only problem i have for fighting temptation great message but that hook is too repetitive um now give me what i don't know i want again that's from the 2020 experience part two which jt had described he said um right before he came out with the sequel he said um even though they're all made at the same time the reason why they split it is because he said part two is almost like when just when you fall in love with someone and you go to their house to meet the parents and everything and you found out your special someone has a sister and you look at the sister and she gives you that dirty look and he says well part two is that dirty darker sister of your special someone so so he so he said um this is the dark side that you kind of find captivating when you look at it. And you could tell, yeah, it is a darker song. But still got some groove punch. Oh, gosh. So does that mean Jessica Biel has a sister? <laughs> <laughs> I would hope not. But, which, is, which that's a whole other story. We're going to have to but, Google that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know a lot of probably hipsters out there that probably would be interested in that kind of info. <laughs> Um, but, um, ouch, again, that Timbaland production, oh, you know what, I love that message, but I'm gonna have to give it to give me what I don't know I want, I felt it was slightly more creative, I felt, I felt his message on Dietrich Haddon's song, that went out and was more daring than the actual music itself, while the JT song I felt like was more fuller, even though, I felt like the lyrics were uh, were not as creative as Fighting Temptation, but I felt it was a fuller song, judging from a creative and production standpoint. As crazy as it sounds, I'll give this one to JT. Okay. If truth be told, I would have turned both of them off. Really? I would have hit next. For what reasons? Um, yes, Fighting Temptation has a great message, and yeah. it wouldn't have been for the bootier, you know, cleavage yeah, yeah, that yeah, I was yeah. turning it, but it was still repetitive. Mm -hmm. I would have it would have lost my interest. Yeah. And even though Justin Timberlake's was fuller, it was still still in my mind. It wasn't going. It, it, it wasn't really going anywhere. Okay. And so I know me well enough yeah. that I would have hit next. I would have listened to it just to get a feel for yeah. it. But if it didn't pop or jump eventually, I would have probably turned it off when you turned it off. 
Raw. Wow. You know, so I'm going to give this a toss up because I don't want either of them. Okay. <laughs> so I don't like either one. I really, I mean, and I, when I say I don't like either one, it's not yeah. saying that I don't, I don't like them. Uh, I don't like certain things about them where they just right. didn't keep my interest. Okay. They wouldn't have kept me. I would have spaced off and not even heard the words or anything yeah, yeah. with both songs because, you know. Well, that's fair enough. Well, in a toss-up situation, um, my vote overrules, so JT got that one. Yeah. Um, so scoreboard now is 2-1. JT's in the lead, but still a tight contest. We're going to get into round four here. This is Amnesia by JT. Yeah, me love gone so far from me, girl, it's not fair. I can feel it almost by Justin Timberlake. I like the go tie shout out there, stranger I used to know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is One More Chance. I'm just a dead man walking. I've got nothing to lose. Tomorrow is not promised. Might as well tell the truth. Truth Chance by Dietrich Cadden up against Amnesia by Justin Timberlake. My dear sister Gloria, you okay. have the honors of first. I loved Amnesia. Amnesia, you like that? Really? I did. I'm interested to hear this. Go ahead. Okay, because I um I like groovy music, if you hmm. know what that, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. I like it that it's like it's just it was melodic and it was flowing and yeah. I like that kind of thing and I like that the the lyrics kind of found their way into the melody. Yeah, they didn't yeah. necessarily, you know, you know, not everything has to be symmetrical. Right. Exactly. And it was like an asymmetrical song. So mm -hmm. I like things that are like not predictable. Mm -hmm. And I like that about it. Um, I even like the lyrics. They were good. Yeah. You know, they were a little deep. Yeah. Uh, you had to really listen to it. I liked um, the One More Chance too. I thought that was hot. I mean, yeah. and the, and I I really like Dietrich's messages always. Yeah, like 
hands down. He's got great messages, yeah. and he's raw, and he's real, and he doesn't sugarcoat. He's just like, I'm imperfect, take it or leave it, love me or hate me. Mm-hmm. So I really liked his song as well. But again, sometimes um, Dietrich to me sounds repetitive. Mm. And his songs, you know, I like to listen to a Dietrich, but I don't think I would listen to an entire album. Right, right, yeah, yeah. At once. Mm-hmm. Just because I think it would... I, I know my attention span yeah. and, and what I look at. So I'm going to go with uh, with JT on that. You When you listen through a Dietrich had an album, you quickly notice that he leans too much on repetitive hooks. Yeah. That's one. And then two, um, his verses don't like... With a little sound effect he does all the time with the it sounds like he's talking through the tube you know it always sounds like it's in that like is it is it a tone thing you're talking no, about what's or? the sound effect he uses on his voice when he's oh auto-tune yeah i don't care. you think he uses it too, it's much? too much it's too much because yeah. he actually has a great voice i've heard him live exactly exactly so let us hear your real voice right you know? which actually not to embarrass the hattie but <laughs> but jt actually is one of very few known artists. I had to work um, with a producer at uh, uh, Fat Planet Studios here in Orlando. And uh, he had to go to um, a meeting in New York where he had to sit down with JT's team from the 2020 experience. And I had told my uh, engineer then that that probably, 2020 experience was probably one of the best mixed and mastered albums I've heard production and quality wise of 2013. So I encouraged him to listen to it. So when he got the opportunity to in New York, he came back and he told me, I learned some info, Josiah. I learned that Justin Timberlake personally produced all his own vocals on the 2020 experience, recorded all of them, and used no auto-tune I believe that. whatsoever. I believe that. He's an awesome singer. So how the heck do you know what know what tone how much range you need on every single section of, we're not even talking like two, three minute songs here. We're talking five to eight minute songs, a track, and you know what to do with your voice on every single part? That's a gift. It is a gift. That's why we need him on our side. It is a gift. And the thing, the thing what makes a JT album more interesting is that he's one of very few artists that can keep your attention for five to eight minutes. Yes. Because most artists, if they did that, they'd kill their career. They would kill their career. But... That's again, that goes back to him and that marriage of production and vocal quality with him and Timberland. And let me just explain I had the privilege when I, I worked on the secular side in radio to yeah. go and, well, we did a meet and greet with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And he's just, he really is an awesome, very humble. How many years ago, by the way? Um, oh my God, I think that's when. Was that in uh, his Instinct days or when no, Justified when, came when out? When it was Justified came out. Yeah. And he actually gave us a private concert. Yeah, he did like five songs. Awesome. Him and a piano. That's it. Wow. His voice is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just him and a piano. Yep. I, I mean, like as, as if he was sitting in his living room. There exactly. were like 40 of us right there. He was right there. Mm-hmm. And that's when I said, he's a singer. Exactly. There's no like sound effects. There's not mm-hmm. like, you know, a whole crazy band yep. flashing lights to distract you. He is straight up an amazing singer. And another thing that makes him one of kind is that he's one of the only boy band stories that you would never see a solo career come out of that type of poppy, almost kid-like boy band sound. Exactly. And if you had looked at his 
boy band pictures, yeah. he wouldn't have been the one you picked. Exactly. To to come out and blow it up. Exactly. Because he looked like the little quiet, kind of almost nerdy guy in the background. You right. know what I mean? But he came out and just people were like, that couldn't be. Yeah. And, and then all the styles, most of the styles incorporated in his music from Soul Career were non-existent in NSYNC. None. That's what I'm saying. He would have been the last person yeah. that you would have picked if they said, who do you think is going to be the one that's going to, you know, just pop out and go on his own and blow it up on his yeah. own career, it would not have been him. It probably would have been Kevin, yeah. which he can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> and even fitting, which of course people have different opinions on that, but even even like people would not picture putting Justin in like the categories of R&B right. or even getting it in with the likes of Pharrell or Timbaland. Exactly, because he was so quiet exactly he was just quiet which is you know awesome because he knew um i heard a word today that said you don't want to give birth prematurely mm. and yeah. so he could have come out and said here i am yeah. but it was not the time his timing of it was perfect so he you know he he did uh that little boy band yeah. he learned what he needed to learn mm-hmm. he probably watched learned he's he's a really smart intelligent guy yeah. so he probably soaked up everything got all the information he needed and then when the timing was right he made his move and when you yeah you know when you when you wait full term and that's you give right. birth what do you get a healthy baby and you that's know? what made his um shout out to that he would be nothing without NSYNC at the recent Grammy Awards so respectable because right. very few people who've had that successful solo career would still pay honors to, to where they came from. Where they came from. So. And that's just another reason why everybody loves him. Exactly. He's a real guy. Now, getting back to Amnesia. Yes. The reason why I was asking you that is because that's one of JT's first songs that did not grab me. Um, I felt it was very drowned out. And I felt like the only interesting part of that song was the ending. But up to that point, I found that a very drowsy song to listen to. I think it does live up to the name of Amnesia for me personally. Right. Of course, not for you. It was more interesting for you. But um, but one, I like drowsy. But one, I like drowsy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, if that's a good thing for you, that's yeah. fine. Now, one more chance. That song for me grabs me. For me, I felt like D. Hattie was really putting his heart out there. Like, this was something he was, like, begging on his knees toward God. I need another chance to show that I have righteous motives, but I need your help and strength in this. So, I'm going to give that to D. Hattie for the first time in the competition. I'm totally going for JT. So that, and it's not saying that, yeah, I mean. That means that's our first tie of, our first tie. of the rounds. Okay. So, in a tie situation, no one gets a point. We don't play paper, scissors, rocks, no? Mm-mm. So, JT is still up to Dietrich Haddon, one. We're going to get into the final two rounds here. This is You Are My Strength by Dietrich Haddon. In order to win And when they won't help on me when your love came in And when I feel like dying You made me feel better You took me by the hand You told me we can make it through this together You were my strength 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 You were my str
was You Are My Strength by Dietrich Haddon up against Not a Bad Thing by JT. While we're at it, throwing every other day to start. I know people make promises all the time, then they turn right around and break them. And someone cuts your heart open with a knife, now you're beating But I could be that guy to heal it over time, and I won't stop until you believe it. Cause maybe you're worth it. So. Not a Bad Thing by JT up against You Are My Strength by Dietrich Haddon. All right. Um, I think it was my turn, Your turn with the floor last. Yes. No, no, no. I, I went first. You? Oh, you did go I first. Did go yeah, first. that's right. Okay. Um, man, this may shock you, but Not a Bad Thing took a while to grow on me. Um, I know it's a radio hit now, but it took a while to grow on me. Um, you Are My Strength for me. That was... Ugh. That was probably my favorite D. Hattie song for the longest time. I remember when I used to have my own personal open mics at college, and I would just uh, be singing my heart out to myself. And if people walked in, you know, that was it was they were just walking in on the Me and the Lord concert. Mm -hmm. That song was one of my favorite personal songs to sing because I felt like the Lord has helped me climb so many mountains and. And been my strength in so many of my weakest and darkest times. I felt like that song had everything to say that I wanted to say right. in a song format along that topic. Now, not a bad thing. That's a swooning song for ladies. It really is. It really is a swooning no, song for ladies. seriously. I think I have a crush on Justin Timberlake <laughs> just from that song right now. <laughs> so, I don't know if that's the reason or if just musically it took me a while to, to get used to it. But... I understand its simplicity, and I understand why it connects with so many. However, on this song, on this particular one, You Are My Strength grabs me at the heartstrings a bit more, so I'm going to go with D. Hattie on that. Okay. D. Hattie. I love that song, and that's what I'm saying. He has an awesome voice. I like to hear it. Yes. I heard his range, I, and that's the Dietrich Haddon that I'm used to seeing. I've seen him live. Mm -hmm. I like to hear him when he sings. You that's know? right. And, and you, remember, you remember uh, what I told you during the preview about that's the way you do repetition? Right. Where it's not to the point of annoyance? Exactly. Yeah. And then you throw in something else, exactly. like a little left hook that surprises you. Mix and it awesome. up. Yeah, you mix it up. And, so I, and I love, 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 love the words. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the kind of song that I would substitute... Um, Rather than having a cup of coffee in the morning, I would listen to this on the right, way to work. Right. Um, if I'm not feeling well, I would listen to this on the mm -hmm. work. If I was feeling great, I would listen to this on the way to work because yeah. this song is just, it it, it just sums up God. Yeah. You know, he is our strength. I love, 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 I love that song. Mm -hmm. I really do. Um, not a bad thing. Literally, uh, I, I'm just going to have to tell you it's all flesh. Uh, <laughs> I just, I, <laughs> the, the acoustic guitar, never yeah. mind. Yeah. Ah, 
And then it's just, it's the way he was singing it. And it does, it goes right for the heartstrings. Yeah, so so you, you listen to that and all of a sudden you're thinking, I could marry Justin Timberlake. Yeah. I couldn't, but I'm just saying. So I'm going to actually go with You Are My Strength because uh, I got to go spirit over flesh. I, Ooh, I mean, okay. I, I'm, I'm going to go with You Are My Strength only because if I had to pick, if they, if they said, Gloria, your life depended on it, yeah. I'm going to go with Dietrich. Um, uh-huh. Justin, not a bad thing. Yes, it does pull at the heartstrings, but I don't really think I heard anything else just because I was, you know, daydreaming about my wedding with, <laughs> with, with Justin Timberlake. Wow. And then okay. he was singing that to me as I was walking down. That might just be, you know, uh, a good walking down the aisle song, you know. That's like, a contradictory oxymoron, but go ahead. What? I'm kidding. I'm just saying that's what that song is doing to right. me. Don't ever play that song for me again. <laughs> so, well, I mean, let's let's see. Uh, maybe you're mad I've got my play that on your wedding day. No, I don't want him to play that. But if he could play the acoustic guitar, he's got points. <laughs> okay. And if he could sing like Justin, forget about it. Okay. I'll take all the other. Okay, so the only way you'll accept that song is if your hubby can cover it. But other than that... If it's saying my JT, you don't want to be daydreaming about him when you're not at all. You. Okay, well, and and because that's fair. here's the bottom line: JT, yes, he can swoon you, but unless he's a man of God, I really exactly I don't want anything right. to do with it. You know. Okay, well that makes things interesting now because that makes the scoreboard two two. Woohoo! Now actually earlier. What I meant to say was that was the final two songs, not two rounds. Uh-oh. So, the Wait, score the scoreboard is left at 2-2 two, two for part one of Dietrich Haddon versus Justin Timberlake. So, you think that was a, uh, a justifiable tie? What Any last comments you have on these two artists? Um, I think they're both great artists. I, I really do. And and I love Dietrich Haddon. Mm-hmm. I, I love, literally, like I said, I wouldn't listen to an entire album at once. Right. But I listen to every song on his album yeah. and love them. You know, um, except for that one, Fighting Temptations. I probably would skip. <laughs> yeah. I would eventually come to like it, but it would... Not it would for the message, to, but for the repetition. Right. It would have to grow on me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Justin, he's like the contemporary... Dean Martin. I mean, he's mm. just a swooner. He is. He no. He is a swooner. He has an appeal about him, and you know, um, I really and I and I'm not being facetious. Yeah. I'm really gonna pray that God touches him. That's right. And that he is used for the kingdom because what he does on the secular side exactly is like I said before. I said he's a visionary. He mm-hmm. sees it. He goes and he conquers it. And a lot of visionaries. They don't see the, the, they see the macro, they don't see the micro, mm. but he sees it all. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's something that we could really use on the kingdom side. Yes, so definitely. I, I mean that sincerely that I will pray. And plus, he's just way too good looking to burn in hell, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Bottom line. That's a hilarious example. <laughs> I love the fact, like you said, about um, he sees it all. Like, I remember when he was talking about music in a recent interview, he said, which I fully agree with. We live in a day and age where anything could top the charts, no matter what genre it, it's in. Yeah. And he was saying, like, back in his day, you know, when you switched radio stations, you had to, you know, find which radio station actually played your genre or stuff like that. But these days, you can find any genre pop on on any specific on radio any station. station. That's how widely we think from. And that's, he was just also exploring the fact that don't let me be the only one doing this like like to any fans out there like keep always see the big picture of how unifying music is and you know don't lock yourself to one genre and say you know what 
I don't care about the rest or something like that. Exactly. So what you're saying about how that could be used in the kingdom is that he will not shut anybody out for their color or for their music taste or stuff like that. He will show that the kingdom of God is bigger than that. He would be able to take like so many different genres in in the, the kingdom yeah. music world yeah. and he would come up with a compilation that would be mind-blowing. He yeah. would get artists together that we couldn't even imagine coming exactly. together and, and, and like have one of those compilation albums that would just blow people away mm -hmm. uh, and even I think blow the musicians away yeah. because it, it really because the thing is with the and, and I wish it was different but you know they they people will come down on the rap if it's Christian rap mm, they'll, they'll right. come down on you know well, that sounded too much like or yeah, yeah. you know that sounds that's bringing you know what are we doing in the churches and right. where the thing is it's not if it is glorifying God mm -hmm. like we're individuals yep. he made us as individuals individual mm -hmm. tastes individual minds mm -hmm. he's made someone for every group of non-believers that's right so don't don't squash that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where they want it squashed. No, you have to be this way. If we're all this way, there's going to be a lot of souls that are not going to yeah. be saved. So that's why I think we should come together in agreement and say that we're going to get Justin Timberlake. The devil yeah. is going to have to take his hands off of him. That's right. Because another reason why God put a rainbow in the sky, so that we could fulfill that promise of bringing every color into one beautiful piece to show Amen. forth his glory and bring down the power of the Prince of the Air Amen. to show that power in the sky. Amen. All right, we're going to close out things out now. It's been such a pleasure having you, Gloria, on Thanks the show. Thanks for having me. How'd I do? You did awesome. By the <laughs> way, let me just ask you to rate yourself on how, how do you, you think you've got the logistics of the show down I now? I got the logistics of the show down. Okay, so I'm a quick study. So, and I prayed before I got here. <laughs> excellent. So you, you, think, you, you think you could handle this again in the future if that ever came? Bring it on. Bring it on, Josiah. Super. <laughs> so glad to have you, Gloria. All right, we're going to close out. God bless. It's been Dietrich Cadden against JT. I think the first tie we've had in this line for line history. So, any uh, like tie breakdowns or any um, sudden bets you want to do after that, you'll have to do in your own personal time. <laughs> All right, signing off. This is Josiah Selena with Gloria Johnson. God bless. God bless. Excellent job, Gloria.
Help me climb the mountain. 